0: Hey guys, you can now support this show and make your life 50% better by going to patreon.com forward slash the system is down and signing up for the Downers Club, where you're going to get access to a plethora of wild, crazy, and often offensive bonus audio and video episodes of the show on a weekly basis. For more information, just go to patreon.com forward slash the system is down. The following is a Goulash Media production. gulashmedia.net. Oh, <laughs> my What's going on, fam family? Welcome to another episode of the QAnon Chronicles. I'm your host, Scott McElroy. I'm here bringing you some more information. Uh, this one is a little bit uh, different. I've, I'm doing something that I've never done before, and I'm currently recording this from my vehicle while I'm driving it back to work from where I live, um, because that, that is the, that is the time that I have today. To record this, so um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you. Is that a surprise? No, not at all. That's why you listen. That's why you're here. Um, what what a week! I say that every time, every time that I do this show. But quite seriously, what a week! Big day, big big day yesterday. A lot happened yesterday, specifically. Uh, But a lot has happened this week as well. Um, So this one is going to be just kind of a a, a rant, uh, a rant-style episode. I'm just going to talk free form. I don't really have uh, access to my, you know, my... uh, a Twitter feed to take you through the random random stuff. so maybe it'll be a little bit a little bit more focused and topical and not such a scattershot cornucopia of uh, sometimes disparate information and uh, speculative theories. So let us hop into it. But before we do, I want to complain about something. It's probably something that I've already complained about, but I complain about things so often that it's difficult for me to remember which things I complain about without, you know, listening to every podcast that I've recorded from start to finish to find out. So, uh, if it's a repeat, I apologize. But hey, you know, maybe you can join me in my misery and bitterness towards people who don't understand roundabouts. Roundabouts, man, don't slow down and come to a stop when you're going through a roundabout. If you if the front of your car is going to enter the roundabout before the front of any cars to your left, then you do not have to stop. You don't have to wait. You don't have to yield for those people to your left who are not entering the traffic circle at the same time as you or before you. You can just continue to drive. It's not difficult. They're there so that you don't have to stop at all that is literally their function the function of the roundabout is to eliminate stop signs stop signs make it a requirement that you stop roundabouts don't require you to stop learn how to drive on a roundabout if you don't know and you're listening to this show look i'm full of grace okay i forgive you You probably didn't know. You probably do that in roundabouts because you're just a product of a bunch of external uh, systemic circumstances that have robbed you of your agency and your ability to critically think about the roundabout. And so I don't blame you, but you know, now you know. Dear listener who's bad at roundabouts, learn how to use them. Just drive through them. You'll thank me later at how much time you save on your commutes if you just abide by the simple, intuitive rules of the roundabout. Okay, so that's all I got to say about that. Now, let's talk about uh, yesterday, because some big things happened yesterday, Uh, three or four big things. I think there's four, but I'm recalling three. Maybe the fourth will come to me. Uh, First off, Keith Raniere, the founder of Nexium, otherwise known as the Vanguard, uh, was found guilty of all counts yesterday, <clears throat> and his sentencing will be in September. Uh, but every single charge brought against Keith Rainier, he was found guilty of. Uh, that's a big deal because, as I've you know talked about on the show before, back in the Nexium days when that was a when that was a big thing, and the news was sort of halfway covering it. Kind of, uh, I, I pointed out a lot of the odd connections to Clinton people and clinton donors and uh in fact that was one of the charges that was brought against him was you know Um, FEC violations, he was found guilty of that. So, you know, if the feds are doing what they're supposed to be doing, if the Trump administration is actually um, doing these investigations and doing them correctly, then I would imagine that there was a lot of information that came out of Keith Rainier in the process of discovery during this trial. So it's something to keep an eye on, but also interesting to note that uh, no one is talking about it. The media hasn't reported on it. The media is still way too busy uh, aiding and abetting a literal communist insurrection in this country right now. To tell you about Keith Rainier and so they're just going to keep doing that. But also, they are trying to make you scared again of the coronavirus. Uh, so, if you're not scared, you ought to be. Just get scared, guys. I don't know why you're not scared. If you're, if what is it? You're examining. What are you doing? Examining facts and data, or what's going on? Why are you not scared? Stop. Stop it. Stop. Not being afraid. Be afraid and obey. Be afraid and obey. But we're not going to tell you about any of the significant things that are happening. Another thing that you probably didn't see anywhere in the media is uh, Michael Flynn's exoneration. Um, The appellate court uh, ordered Judge Sullivan to dismiss the case and stop the proceedings. Um, The writ of mandamus that uh, Sidney Powell filed uh, against the case, which was... uh, according to the judges that they appeared before a couple weeks ago very unusual very unprecedented that writ of mandamus was granted by the appellate court that they brought it before and uh judge sullivan as of today has uh uh um ordered a stay motion on the proceedings which means that they are dismissed um suspended halted uh with the option of re uh uh, engaging in the in the prosecution uh should more evidence come to light that um disproves all of the evidence that's already come to light so that's a huge deal because i think i'm not sure but i think that the stay order means that mike flynn is no longer bound by his gag order and i would imagine that mike flynn knows a lot of information that would be very interesting to the American public if they were to be made aware of it. Uh, so yeah, that was a huge deal. Um, also acute proof because like I said, when the DOJ initially decided not to pursue the prosecution anymore, I've known because I've trusted, um, that, uh, Flynn wasn't going to go to prison, Flynn wasn't going to be pardoned, he would get a full exoneration. That's, that's what I believed was going to happen, and it uh, is happening. And the reason that I believe that is because two plus years ago, Q said, Flynn is safe, you know, we take care of patriots, etc. Um, so that's kind of a huge deal. Also related to Flynn, um, I've brought up on this show before the January 5th, 2017 meeting between Comey and Obama and Biden and and uh, and uh, Susan Rice, uh, about which Susan Rice wrote an email to, to herself uh, a week later, the day before Trump took office, actually, um, memorializing the meeting. And, and and it was a very strange, very short email in which she, she says, yeah, you know, Obama told Comey that, that make sure everything is done by the book and make sure, you know, that everything is above board and that we're doing everything correctly and blah da 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 Well, hey, trans, uh, uh, handwritten notes on that conversation were released yesterday um, that kind of paint a much different picture. Uh, and here's another cue proof because we've known, QAnons have known, uh, via the evidence already available that there's no freaking way that the Obama administration at the very top wasn't aware of the fraudulent case against Mike Flynn and that they weren't aware of the targeting of Mike Flynn despite having any legal reason to target them. We've known that they had to be aware. We've known that they likely coordinated it. Well, that's that's what these uh, that's what these notes, Show these notes show that Comey said Comey told Biden and Obama and Susan Rice. Yeah, the the phone calls. Like I have the transcripts of Flynn's phone calls with Kislyak. There's nothing wrong in those phone calls. There's nothing that we're going to be able to get them for in those phone calls. It's what Comey told them in that January fifth meeting. It was Joe Biden who brought up the Logan Act. The Logan Act. It was Joe Biden who brought that up as one way to potentially target Flynn in absence of anything to charge him with. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, see, Biden said in an interview months and months ago that he had absolutely no knowledge whatsoever of the prosecution of Michael Flynn and what led up to that and what was involved and who said what and who was doing what. Oh, these notes uh, make it clear that he was lying. Joe Biden was lying. Can you believe it? I, I can hardly believe it. That's It's shocking. Um, and that, coupled with some more audio, uh, released. Uh, this time it was a press conference, a Ukrainian press conference, talking about Joe Biden and how Joe Biden was in conversation with Ukrainian leadership at the time about making sure that one of the other Ukrainian uh, government officials uh, was silenced, one of the other ones who was poisoned. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so... It's, it's looking a heck of a lot like everything that we were saying during the impeachment proceedings about Ukraine is, uh, is true and accurate. Um, so you got that happening, and you've got uh, the fact that... Uh, uh, U.S. Attorney Berman has been fired. He was in charge of the Southern District of New York. He would have been the guy overseeing prosecutions and authorizing prosecutions and investigations of the Anthony Wiener laptop, the Clinton Foundation, uh, and other things. And he is now gone. And what do you know? No sooner does Berman leave than we start to get more declassification, such as the documents that were released yesterday. So, uh... They want you, with everything that they've got, they want you not to pay attention to anything that I have talked about on this show. Do not pay attention to Mike Flynn. Don't pay attention to uh, the Obama administration's conduct in 2015-2016. Don't pay attention to, you know, major Clinton Foundation donor Steve Bing throwing himself off of a building in L.A., killing himself. Don't look at any of that. You just need to be scared and mad at your neighbor for being racist. And that's what you need to do. You need to be scared of a virus and you need to be anti-racist. You need to own your white guilt or your brown guilt or your ally of white guilt or your Uncle Tom guilt or whatever other guilt that you hold that you haven't owned up to because you, 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 personally, the listener of this show, are explicitly responsible for systemic racism, whatever that is. Uh, That's what they want you talking about. That's what they want you believing. That's what they want you thinking. Well, we are the silent majority. And by we, I don't even mean people who follow Q or are even aware of it or believe that it's legitimate. I am talking about the people who are Aware with each passing day that what what's happening in this country is a communist insurrection disguised as social justice. Yes, I will argue with with certitude that the majority of America is awake now. Uh, we've hit critical mass. There's no going back. Um, Whether or not QAnon is real, meaning whether or not QAnon is actually a military operation undertaken by our own government, a partnership between the civilians and the military to take back our republic, whether or not that's true, it doesn't matter because there are truths that Q has made people aware of that are independently verifiable truths. Truths like, hey, did you know that the world has largely been run by a bunch of Luciferian pedophiles. Yeah, you can discover that all on your own if you know where to look without ever having encountered QAnon. But <clears throat> whether or not QAnon is real, uh, too many people are awake now. I don't think that we can stop what's coming. And I've, I've brought up how frustrating times have been lately on the show in the past couple weeks. It, it is demoralizing. It is disheartening. It is alarming. It is all of those things. But I'm telling you, these lunatics are in for a very rude surprise in November. A very rude surprise. Uh, you know, I, listen, I have just as much of a problem with the two-party system as anybody else that listens to this podcast conglomerate. Um, so I'm not arguing from a partisan, like, oh, I love the conservatives, I love the GOP, Donald Trump is just a, he's an incredible man and so perfect, and blah, 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 blah. He's not. He's what we need right now because I encourage you to do some research into Nesara, N-E-S-A-R-A, and Jessara, G-E-S-A-R-A. Do some research into that very real proposed legislation and conspiracy theories surrounding it about whether or not it actually has already been passed. Um, I don't think that Donald Trump... Intends to perpetuate the two-party system, at least not in the way that we're used to. So third-party folks who are going to vote for Joe Jorgensen, I hate to break it to you guys, and not because I hate the Libertarian Party and I hate the idea of more than two parties, but just because I'm a pragmatist and I and and I feel like I have a, a, a tap on what's going on on the ground. Sorry to disappoint you, but Joe Jorgensen is not going to win the election, <laughs> Um, because nobody is going, there's the only people who aren't going to vote for liberals that are going to vote for Joe Jorgensen are people who still do not like Trump and never have liked Trump and refuse to see or even acknowledge the possibility that he is playing a masterful game of 4d chess or 5d chess. Those are the only people that are going to vote third party in this election. I'm sorry to break it to you. I, I, you know If I'm right About where we're headed You know In the Nessara direction Then I don't think That you guys are going to be Too disappointed Four years from now When the landscape Has shifted Tremendously But um, Yeah Joe is not going to win The election Donald Trump is going to win The election And he's going to win In a landslide Like a huge landslide Like way bigger than 2017 Or, or I'm sorry 2016 It's going to be absolutely bonkers. Um, and I think that that'll be, and not just Donald Trump, but we are gonna, I, I, I have a hunch that you're going to see a lot of new faces on the conservative side of things as well. You know, just, uh, primary opponents and people who are winning primaries right now. There's just a lot of people who are aware verbally, vocally, uh, openly about the deep state and, and Q Trump is unlike any other president that we've ever had, um, and and I really do believe that his goal is actually to end the fiat uh, government that we've had for so many years. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think that's pretty crazy. QAnon has been posting, uh, Q has been posting a lot lately, um, and it... Sure does seem like things are about to break. Sure does seem like things are about to heat up. Now, I say that with, you know, uh, uh, a qualification of take that with a grain of salt um, because I don't do hard timelines. I'm not going to tell you, oh, yeah, this week it's all coming out. But Q's making it clear. Don't leave Twitter, but do go on Parler. Make up backup accounts. Uh, be ready with memes, be ready with uh, facts archived, be ready to openly, loudly question the narrative everywhere. Parlor and other apps like it, which are free speech social media sites, those will be used as coordination for patriots and community. But do not leave Twitter. Do not leave Facebook. That's the battleground. That's where the war is being fought because this is an information war that we're in. Um, and I guess that's where I think I'll end on this point. Information warfare—that's what we're, that's what we're going through right now. It's what we've been going through for the last three years. Really, we've been subjected to information warfare for decades, but it really ramped up in 2017, and was failing. The uh, methods and strategies that the left used to use to program the people and make them believe crazy lies—they weren't working anymore because. Uh, Trump's base is massive and Trump's base is unbreakable Um, the amount of trust that Trump has somehow managed to foster with his base made them practically immune to all of the he's a racist, he's a sexist he's a tyrant he's a dictator the big lies that they used to just be able to repeat and repeat until the public believed them they weren't working anymore so now we've been subjected to months, literally all year We've been subjected to what uh, analysts on Twitter are calling true ops, true ops. So you got psyops, which can be any that can lie on the spectrum of totally false to mostly false. True ops require truth. True ops require a kernel of truth. The coronavirus is a real virus. People have really died from it. It really has made people sick. That's true um police oppression is a real problem. That's true. Uh, probably racism in police departments and police unions is a real problem. I wouldn't call it systemic, as though the American uh, uh, the American framework for justice is racist. It's not. But nevertheless, you're getting awful, evil, dehumanizing, tyrannical narratives shoved down your throat and they're attached to truths that you should care about. You should care about the coronavirus. Um, You know, I don't think that you should be wearing a mask everywhere you go and I don't think that you should stop going outside and I think that if you haven't been, you should start kissing your husband or your wife again. But I mean, you know, don't call it a hoax. It's a real thing. It's a real virus. Uh, 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 Systemic oppression of black people is a real thing in 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 the form of redlining and and blockbusting and uh, gerrymandering and uh, welfare programs and uh, inner city democratic politics but uh, as i've said many times on this show they're given a truth which is hey you guys are being oppressed and the oppressor is the one telling them that and the oppressor is telling them that everybody else is oppressing them <clears throat> And uh, a lot of people are eating it up, right? At least that's what it appears to be because the media wants you to believe that everybody is eating this up, but we aren't eating it up, okay? Last night in Madison, Wisconsin, protesters tore down a statue of an abolitionist outside of the Madison State Capitol building, an abolitionist. And then they assaulted a Democratic state senator who is a vocal ally of the Black Lives Matter movement. For just standing there and taking some photographs of the crowd, yeah, like attacked him like violently, like multiple people stomping on him and kicking him in the face and the ribs, yeah, uh, they tore down a statue of, of Lincoln uh, that was dedicated by Frederick Douglass with Ulysses S- Ulysses Grant in attendance. They are they are demonstrating with with clarity that that the people. That have, that have mobilized these useful idiots, the people at the top that organized riots in all 50 states, they're demonstrating to the greater public, Democrat and conservative, that they don't actually care about anything objective, anything rooted in reality. It's not about what they say it's about. It really is about the destruction of Western civilization. That's what it's about, folks. And if you don't think that, I think you need to get your head out of your ass, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, But I actually have confidence that if you're listening to this show, you do know that that is what's happening right now in this country. And I want you to know that I'm confident that most people in this country know exactly what's happening. There are millions of people in this nation who haven't voted ever in their lives who are going to vote this November. And do you want to know who they're voting for? It's not going to be the Nancy Pelosi's. It's not going to be the Atlanta Democrat mayor. The beautiful thing is we have no way of knowing actually how many people are going to vote in November. We have no way of actually accurately determining what the likely outcome of the election is going to be based on our traditional metrics. You can't poll people who've never voted impossible. They don't exist as data points. You you can't account for them. And that's what happened in 2016. And if you don't think that's going to happen in 2020, you're kidding yourself. So, I'm not worried. It's frustrating, but it's okay. Things are going to shake out. Just have faith. Be smart. Research all of this stuff for yourself if you haven't already and you're still just listening to this show like expecting me to do a perfect job of explaining QAnon to you, uh, you need to go do it yourself. You need to research it. You need to go to qmap.pub and you need to read all of the posts from start to finish and do it multiple times. And uh, think for yourself. If you come to the conclusion it's not real, cool. Whatever. But I don't think you will. And on that note, I bid you a sayonara. So uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Make sure you like us, subscribe to us, share us on all of your favorite social media. Join the Downers Club on Patreon.com for as little as $5 a month. You will get uh, bonus material. You'll get bonus material. And, you know, like some sort of, some feeling of belonging in this increasingly atomized time. So, uh, yeah, do all of that. Tune in next week for another dispatch from the Quniverse. I'll probably hit you up with some mini a mini sote at least this week, just to do a deep dive into like a specific topic, and we'll get a full episode in next Friday. Until then, uh, smell you later, alligator Yeah. Okay. has been a goulash media production goulashmedia.net this concludes our broadcast day click